Well, g'day, everybody, and welcome back to the Hardball Gets AFL Show. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the Mazda BT50. You do ute. This week on the show, we're doing things a little bit differently. We were going to get into the over and unders revisited, but Rhino's had a bit of a conflict today. So he's going later in the week. We're going to start us off with six points. Two-minute warning will be on the Thursday with the over-under recap. Um, but today we're going to just hit it off with six points. So don't be confused. Stick with us. It's going to be okay. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do that. Leave a rating, leave a review, and tell your mates. All right, get stuck in. This is the Hardwell Gets AFL Show. My name is Nick Rin, joined by Xavier Ellis and Jackson Barrett today. How are we going, gentlemen? Rinny, good to be back. It's oh, been a little while. Well, it's great. It's just Rhino's inserted himself in the narrative, so he couldn't he really be has, here today. Yeah. So I'm just too busy today. I've got to do a piece to camera. Uh, I can't be there. I just we have to. I just can't come. It's on the early flag as well, like the preempt. I'm yeah, the I know. Busy man. Yeah. I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, and it was kind he of like, oh, Simo happening yeah. tomorrow. I was like, oh, well, just wait and see. It happened yeah. last night. It happened a minute Don't after I text. Yeah, sleepy. Yeah, what are you doing today, Sandra Sully? <laughs> that's that's what I thought. And what are you possibly doing today? <laughs> I don't know. Was he just camped out the front of Lathlane? What's he? I don't know. I know sure. he had to do. Well, a, he was uh, in the office this morning, so he has made it out of bed. He's gone for a run or something. Yeah, he's probably just gone for a run. You know, he's running a lot, sitting in his yeah, dressing room. He does it in the mornings. He's up to like twenty six k's. Oh, yeah. That sounds painful. Yeah, it does. Can't yeah, think of anything worse. Yeah. No. Yeah, well done to him. Because well, it's, it's easier when you have your own secret private shower downstairs. Oh, that is a bit work. weird. I think I got a masseuse comes through as well, just like iron out the kinks. Is that a bit old school, the old, like, green room and it's stuff? It's a little bit old school. Yeah, it's a bit yeah, old school? It's a bit, yeah, it's a bit how you do. Like... Get over yourself, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Uh, right, oh, so there's a bit going on, so we might as well uh, get straight into it. Well, Zay, if you want to leave us off, uh, obviously well, the big one is the Simo. Yeah, let's just go with uh, Adam Simpson. Now, firstly, were you surprised that West Coast re-signed? Uh, not re-signed, just, Retained. just, just kept going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Simo. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I was. I do feel like that um, the wind's probably shifted in the last two or three days. So, I w- yeah. But if you asked me a week ago, I wouldn't have thought that would be the yeah. result. I we was about 40. On. I kept thinking the whole way along, like, there's a very good chance that they don't do much at the end of the year. Mm. Like, they're very conservative decision makers and have been for a long time um, and they back themselves in. And I don't know, you know, that's I don't think that's necessarily the right approach long term. But I, I thought this might have been a possibility, and like, yeah, it's happened. Is it four coaches since 1990, and one of them was Ken Judge for two years? Yeah, uh, it would be. Yeah, yeah so it would that's be. yeah. Um, uh, my my thoughts were a couple. I think I said a few weeks ago it's going to be hard to hold on, mm. but then when you broke it down, the actual math of it all, so the owed two million. Yep, it becomes four million. Yep. Then you got to sack. Fold in the new salary. Well, the, that's yeah, doubled yeah, as well. Yeah, so that's what you're not going to go out and get a $300,000 senior coach. Yeah. Would you say it's 500 minimum? I would say so. So there's a million, so that's 5 million we're at. I would say so, particularly for West Coast, because that's a, like that they want that to be a lucrative position. Yeah. Like. And then they're moving on the assistant coaches. So they're bringing in your own assistant coaches. This is what they do, the mm-hmm. coaches that come in. And say you're a coach, Jacko, at Collingwood. So Hayden Skipworth's got the job from Collingwood. Yep. And he turns around to his Collingwood assistant and says, mate, I'd love you to come to Western Australia with me. Would you think about it? Yeah, yeah, I would. Um, what are you earning now? Oh, I'm on 225 grand at Collingwood. Well, he's not coming to Western Australia, moving his life mm. for anything less than 300. 
So then in goes and like you're probably pay, paying the current assistance two hundred. Well, they're not coming for anything less than three hundred. Yep. So again, like the money would have just been would have got up to around at a guess like six million or something. Would have it? Yeah, and yeah. they could cop it, but it's, it's still a business. lot to send it's bad out. Business. It's bad business. But it's also the that's the constant like flux between footy clubs, right? What's yeah. business and what's footy? Like, what are and we I, here for? I would have thought too. It would have been the softest board in the world if they sacked him yesterday after 500-point losses to not make a decision. Yeah, oh, to wait till the end of the year. So then go, yeah. oh, see ya. And yeah. like, that's just soft. And like, oh, West Coast don't sack in the middle of the year. Who why? gives a shit? Just if you wanted if to do it, do it. Like, oh, and that, yeah. that's why I thought. I thought, no, nah, they're pretty steadfast. Like, JL's a, mind, a strong-minded Person, oh, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, you reckon? And a supporter yeah. of Simo. So like, that wasn't going to happen easily. There's one vote from, you're not going to get. From what you gather. Yeah. Um, oh, and I'm glad they didn't because then it shows that the board stood for something. Like they said the yeah. whole way along, he's our coach, he's our coach, he's our coach. It would have been weakest piss if then on the, the Monday go. They changed on. Yeah. I think but what has to happen is they, they have to come out and tell their members and everybody else they've got a plan. So yeah. whether that's we are bringing in a new a, a full-time list manager. Would you say 10 new people? Uh, that 10's a big number. I would say no, you want no, no, five. When you go assistant coaches. So the assistant coaches are – so one – I think three have been announced, but I don't, I don't want to go with it just yeah, in case okay. I'm not bang on. But then you go uh, – were you thinking development one or two? Yeah, you need more then in you development. Think, um, Coford needs to be replaced. Coford needs boss. to be replaced. List you need manager. a list manager. You probably need to cut like a bit of a – Revamp your recruiting staff. Do you know what is um, the Sounding Board podcast? You're a listener? Yeah, yeah, yep. You're a listener? Yeah. Have you ever heard of that Gary V bloke? Yeah. Anyway, I, I hadn't heard of him, but, oh, I, no, but I knew yeah. who he was yeah. when I saw the videos. He uh, ran one, fell into my algorithm the other day. It was like advice for a business. And he said something like, the first thing, if you're running your own business or whatever, don't be afraid to fire someone early. Like yeah. sack them early. Uh, and the whole idea was if you fall in love with the person you've hired and you can't sack them, yep. then your business is no good. And it's yep. a little bit like the model at West Coast with the recruiting manager becoming list manager. Yeah. You've fallen in love with what you've drafted. So you can't And by sack sacking them, you've proven yourself wrong that you got it wrong. Yeah. So then they're like, oh, let's give it another year to see whether it works. Yeah. Say, so, oh, we liked him. That, so. We liked him then. I don't, and then you, 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 you're you biased. Yeah. You convince yourself that it's going to turn around. Two years has passed and it hasn't turned around on 15 mm. of them. Who, like, and his point is. And there probably, probably should have been sack- those at West Coast right now on the list who could have gone a lot They could have been done 12 months ago yeah. and now they're scrapping for a new contract. And you go, it was, it was just a good point about. You falling in love as a boss with what you've you've chosen. So I've chosen to employ you, yeah. and I like you, but you're not doing a good job. But I don't want to I don't want to sack you because I'm wrong. I've made a wrong decision. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it just snowballs. It snowballs yeah. and snowballs. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a good point. And West Coast need to sort that list. And um, it just needed. And again, like my point is, like, why haven't they? They. It's not like they had to sack someone to create that job. Rowan O'Brien can still be the national recruiting manager, but you just hire a full-time list manager. Like, yeah, is he, I didn't is think he, it was is a, he a full-time list manager now? No, he's both. He's still both. He's still both. Yeah. You sure? Uh, I'm like 90% sure. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, there but were regardless, many changes announced. But regardless, you're feeding the, yeah. the, the past there. But you go. just have to find someone. Have to have found someone by now and be like, we have a plan going to the off-season. We have new eyes over stuff. The big one's the fitness, like we were speaking about it before. So mm. COVID went halfway through the year. The idea mm. being that like players have exit interviews this week. You have an off-season plan, right? Yeah. Then you've got a plan in place Who's for pre-season. That? So that's the one that surely they have to have in place. Well, at least soon. they're looking at a head coach now who's going to be there. Yep. And yeah, like, so, yeah. And, and that's a big yeah, part of that. Again, like... I don't know who was feeding the beast along the way, but for them to not they, – they came out pretty like equivocally halfway through the season and then things eased off a lot to not – and then it was just weird to then come out and be like, no, no, he is our man. Yeah. That middle ground kills you because he's probably thinking – and some of his commentary, like his answers in press conference, he was probably thinking, well, I'm honest. done here. Yeah. So he's not thinking for next season. And now he's like, oh, I'm still oh, – okay, I am here next year. Yeah. Oh, shit, okay. This is what you got to do off season. Who's better? Who's a better coach out there? At the moment, no, yeah, there's Adam Simpson. He's probably the right person. Do you know what I mean? Like if too. Clarko was floating around, you'd go, oh, yeah. let's see what we can, you know. But like yeah. Premiership coach played and made another grand final, played in and won too. Like he's been around a lot of success. They're going to be god average next yeah. year as well. Things the narrative, to, oh, yes. The narrative is going to be really interesting next year because he could go at any time next year or at the end of the year. Yeah. And the other thing is like the soft cap, whatever part the soft cap played in this, the the way it works is if you're paying him out over two years, if you break the cap, yep. the tax is bigger in the second year. So it's actually in a sense like fiscally more responsible if they were to move him on at the end of next year, maybe after another year a part of this rebuild. I mean, some people would argue the rebuild hasn't started yet. No, well, then they said he's hasn't. done the first part of the rebuild. I was it's like, well, you only went to the draft last year. Yeah. I don't know. So one I wonder, year's not a part. I wonder if it's one of those situations like a Paul Ruse is probably the example that comes to mind where he like guides the first bit and then maybe it's a succession plan, maybe it's not. Or it's not. Because uh, the example that I refer back to, and their lists are in a vastly different position and different sport, but when Wayne Bennett went back to the Broncos and they were going no good, and then at the end of one year, he made it a call to clear out his assistants. He said, I need new voices around me. Mm. Got all new assistants. We're back in the grand final a year and a half. Much That's not going to happen yeah, here. Nah. But the, you can get a bit of that renewed vigour, renewed life. What would you uh, do with Harley Reid? With that pick? I draft him. I'm still leaning towards splitting. I'm splitting it in a heartbeat. Splitting it? In yeah, a heartbeat. I'm taking Harley Reid. I just think it's volume, right? Like with Tassie coming in and just the yeah. – There's just not – well, the dirt. And like, that's what do you just, want to get? Like, what's you your, what's your cut-off? You need Curtin. Two top tens? Two top tens. So Curtin's probably four. Three, four. Give four, me... Yeah, four and eight or whatever you can... Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd want a little bit more at the end too. Yeah. Um, a future. Four, or eight, and future second, second or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, if I was a recruiter and I turned up not knowing anything about West Coast, anyone who had value, I'd be moving on. At the moment, anyone, yeah, yeah. and unfortunately, like they're the players that have held themselves in good stead. You know, yeah, the ninety percent that haven't are like not if, worth anything. But if someone Tom said, Barass, they should have been helping him out, like helping him get to Sydney. Well, if Dimmer knocked on your door mm. and said, "If we can somehow get you pick five and ten next year or whatever for mm. Oscar Allen, would you consider it?" You know, they want to set up Oscar Allen and King for five years because in five years' time, West Coast might not be in the final still. And Oscar's thirty-one, like he's yeah down yeah. the other side there. Yeah, um, and but that's just unfortunately for him, he's the one who's had the massive year and got value. Mm. But you're not, they're not going to do anything like that. So um, I think it's going to be a hard, hard, um, a hard couple of years. So 
just building on some Fremantle stuff, obviously their year ended with a win over Hawthorne. Interesting stuff from Justin Longmuir afterwards around, um, and he sort of touched on it during the week as well, around like this is the bulk of the list that's going to win our first premiership. And it comes after Damien Hardwick's slightly bizarre comments around the 80% of the list at the Gold Coast. I do agree with Dimmer though, 80%. I mean, if he adds Dusty Martin, um, yeah, if he adds yeah. Dusty Martin, Errol Goulden and a full forward, then 80% of can Of course, stay. yeah, yeah. But it depends what the 20% <laughs> yeah, looks like. Correct. If the 20% is third-rounders, yeah. then yeah. that's a different story. Um, what needs to change at Fremantle if this is the bulk of their premiership list, they're 14th at the moment, what needs to change? And they've said again today that they're not going to be aggressive at the trade table. So how do you shift things in turn? What do you find in this group to unlock? Them? Who's the only player that's got value? On the trade table. Who are you actually going to trade that has well, value? Like, so the, the Darcy. One that, Darcy's the one that has been spoken about, and they're not going to do that, are they? Well, they no. said today he's adamant that he'll start. So I just think they're handca- that's a handcuff because Jackson, you'd say, had a good finish to the year in the yeah. ruck. Yeah, Great but I get. I'm, I'm still. I, I I like him as a forward, and you can throw him on board or mix things up occasionally. Like I, I like Darcy as the lead ruck, Jackson as the forward ruck, mm-hmm. because they don't have that third. They they look best when they have the three talls, and without Jackson, they don't have the third one. Even when it was Brennan Cox on the weekend, they looked better. Yeah. Like him being the high forward and engaging Sicily and being an outlet, they looked significantly better. Mm. Uh I, I've said it before. I, I don't think they're best players on the list yet to win a flag. Yeah, I think it might be Hayden Young. Yeah, that, that, that was who we spoke yeah. about. Yeah. yeah, and Hayden Young not as a halfbacker. Hayden Young Hayden is a he's a been the big shift. And I it was, could be. I mean, Sarong could be. He's grown every yeah, year. Yeah, and it has massively. But I just see every team's got a Caleb Sarong. True. Every team's got a gun midfielder. Yeah, 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 yeah. You go through it from no, the so top he, down. He, well, he doesn't have. He's got. Five out of the six things were just not that extra X factor, or maybe, or the, yeah, but I don't um, know what it is. But it, everyone's got one. Yeah, but not everyone's got a Petrarca, a Bontempelli, a Dusty Martin, yeah, Jordan I, Dawson. Yeah, I, I just don't think he's going to go. It could win. It could win four best and fairest at Freo. Mm. I just don't think he's going to win. Yeah, you know, I just and think Norm Smith. Yeah, I don't know. They're so young. It's hard. It's hard to be critical of any of yeah. it. If if they had finished. 15th, what they finished? 14th. 14th. 14th last year. You'd go, oh, yeah, they're staying the course with kids. Yeah. So maybe last year was the outlier and they're, they're still yeah. building. Yeah, uh, that's what you think. Like, it's not necessarily – it's it's another big mid is what they need, but that could be Hayden Young or it could be Matt Johnson in two years' time. Yeah, no, I, I'm talking like a, a Chad Warner type. Yeah, okay. Speed, out the front of stoppages. They need a bit of speed through the middle. Yeah. Speed is what – Young doesn't bring, but he's the size. The size is there. And his midfield craft is still growing because he hasn't done a preseason as a midfielder yeah. yet. He's done barely any work What's as a midfielder. What's his speed like? A mate reckons he's slow. I, yeah. I, I don't think he's slow, but he's I don't not think quick. he's slow, but he's not rapid. He's their best user of the ball. You know, I agree with that. I didn't, think he, I didn't think he was challenged for pace. I thought he was okay and we just haven't seen it, but mm. they need speed. Mm. Um, if you think about the guys that he ran, so like Dangerfield's not rapid. Lockie Neal's sharp, but not no, nah, he's a plotter. Not a plotter. Like a plotter in the best yeah, way yeah, that he's yeah. just around the footy. So he hasn't hasn't been tested by like someone that's just going to charge off him and burn him the other way or anything. Yeah. So no, maybe it is the thing that he needs. He to. might be, but I just think they haven't got that one. The other thing weapon. is starting position, though, right? Like once he's a more experienced midfielder, being in a better starting position is going to make up for some of that as well. They've missed Acres, a random one. Yeah, 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 yeah they missed Acres, yeah. and they'll miss Henry. Mid yeah. a, middle-aged wingman. 
Or even any, runs like, all day. Yeah. He, he was the best player for Carlton on the weekend until yeah. he did his shoulder. Uh, he's, found, he's found his feet there over the last month or so. Yeah. That's Carlton. I knew that that would happen, bringing, every, bringing everyone We've back We've been in. on this, haven't we? Yeah. And just we can't say anything nice about Carlton. We love Carlton. We love Carlton. But I just think too, too, many, many, cooks. too many cooks in there boiling mm. away. Uh, okay, where are you Tip. coming back to me? Yeah. Um, all right, well, I'll start Came with this one. You. you haven't gone haven't yet. haven't gone yet. Well, yeah, I forget. I'll, stay I was, with, trying, I was stay mucking with around with the order. Mate, what day is it? Is we're doing the wrong episode on the wrong day. I'm everywhere. Uh, and you're on the gear early. And we're on the gear early. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, my question is, there's all the MVP awards, what MVP, Coaches Association, Players MVP, then you got the little scattered ones like the Herald Sun, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, and then you got the Brownlow. So which ones do you consider to have the most weight? By far, the AFL Coaches Association. Yeah. I think Steve Johnson made the comment uh, on the weekend. I, I think that's it. I think uh, you might be, yeah. I think you might be might be spot on. Well, there. who has more idea about the way the game's gone? The umpires or the head coaches? Yeah, it's the head coaches. And the, the players. When, when do the head coaches vote on it? On the game day. Mo- no, Monday. Oh, who heard us? Yeah, no, no they go in and they're very Is that what it's on Monday? I thought you sure must have submitted at the end of the game. No, no, I'm pretty sure it's a Monday they go in. Okay. So uh, they've even had more time to think about it. I'm it. pretty sure maybe Monday morning or something like that. Okay. And um, they probably, they would have watched it at least one more time. Yeah. In chopping yeah, it up a, and a thousand, it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, the Coaches Association, Players Association, I think Jimmy Bartel said yesterday, there's too many players out there that yeah. think it's too cool to watch footy. Like... Oh, I don't watch it, man. Oh, I'm so chill. <laughs> like, <laughs> shut up. Um, so, like, half of them are voting on players. They've got no idea. Watch yeah. one game a week. Uh, Brownlow, he's a Brownlow. Always respected, but I don't think he compares to The umpires to the... get it right every time, no. Nah, I'd say Coaches Association. I, I feel very similar. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Who was the last year? Clayton and Took? Took. Yeah. And... Brayshaw the year nah, before. Brayshaw Brayshaw's players. Oh, yeah. Um... That's the other one. Like, surely it has a 5% weighting of the, I know your brother, weighting. Well, there's 40 who voted at Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, my, if my brother was in the comp, I'd be out there going, boys. Get him over the he's line. He's in the top four. Yeah. Can we just nail it, please? <laughs> nah, but Andy had a good year that year. Remember I backed him for the brown load? Yeah, he had a great year. He had 50s and was in until like $3 at one stage. It was still a little bit of a surprise to see him called out, though, as the players MVP. Oh, I can't remember, yeah, but it probably. Sure, it probably was. It wasn't like a fall off your chair, but it was like, oh, that's. Oh, not, I didn't expect not, it. Not Clary? No, yeah, <laughs> no, you're not Clary, not too. Um, yeah, so Coach Association. Coach Association. Now, off the back of the Coach, Coaches Association, this morning I went through the votes uh, of the big four in the Brownlow. So yeah. I used that as an indication um, where the votes might go. If you got the most votes on the ground, you got a tick. And if you're just in the top three, I gave you a dash. So it was Bont, Petrarca, Nick Dacos, and Zach Butters. Mm-hmm. And the winner of the three who had the most ticks for the most number one votes, who do you think it was? Was it Bont? Butters? Butters. Zach Butters. And Zach Bont only had like one, and from the top of my head, one top threer. Okay. It was either best or, no. or nothing. Yeah, Whereas right. Butters had a scattering of little notches, and Petrarca had a scattering of, uh, he had a, he had seven tops from the top, seven best ons. Yep. But then maybe four or five second or third best second on. or thirders. So it's going to be interesting how that gets voted on Brownlow night. But Butters was the number one out of it all. 
So what's the order at the moment? Who's on top of the coaches? Uh, that no, well, they, 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 close it, they close it with two rounds to go. Oh, do they? So I made up the last, last two couple. just literally by going. I was at the game on the weekend when Port were in town. Butters, yep. to me, was best on, mm. was best in the app. Um, Bont on the weekend got second best. So I gave, yeah, I just went through it and looked at it that way. So the last two were a bit made up from my end. But, yeah, it was Butters who got the chocolates. Yeah, right. I've liked Butters' season. He's a very sharp. He's just so sharp. Is there a little does, bit mate. of the Port Adelaide theory when I backed wines? What was if that it's not, If it's not Rosie taking votes, who's taking them? Yeah. That is a good, very that good Port point. Adelaide, like. Horn Francis every now and then. But yeah, it's two yeah. games he would have taken them. But yeah, yeah we that. talk about Horn Francis too much. Way too much. You don't like? No, no good, go be a good player. Why do you hate Jason Horn Francis? Uh, I liked him more after watching. He was really impressive in that Freo game. More just like the fit. So I think he had 14 touches, but eight of them clearances or something. Yeah. So like he's having a not a monster day, but still being super effective. Very important touches. Yeah. Well, I'm getting him up here. All right. What as a midfielder, he's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven games with 16 or less touches. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well, he's a kid. Uh, no, that's but yeah, that's I know, what I'm saying. Yeah. He's a kid. Yeah, yeah. So why am I talking about him every week? <laughs> Because he's the number one pick and he left his club in ice baths. Who was the number one pick before him? The number one pick before him was, it wasn't Jamara Hugo Hagen. Yeah, it was. Was that a year before? Yeah. So Jamara we talk Hugo about Hagen. him every week. How'd he we go on the weekend? About, we talk about him a lot. How'd he go? He went all right. Who was number one last year? Number one last year? Aaron Cadman. Okay. Why are you about no, him wasn't Matt Rowell in between? Was Matt Rowell before Matt Hugo Rowell. Hagen? Matt Rowell's only 30. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so. Matt Rowell. I suppose he was. No, he's only been four years in. What, well, Cadman was number one. But what, what was before Jamara? Year before? I think. Yeah. Jo- Can someone Matt Rouse, Matt, Rouse, help you? Matt Rouse older than Jamara. Yeah. I'm okay. getting it up. I'm getting the order up. Cadman, <laughs> Horn Francis, Jamara. Yep. Matt Rowell. Who was... Who Tell was, me the club. Uh, I'll tell you the well, name. Well, no, that's easy. Uh, who was first out of... Cam Rayner or Sam Walsh? Cam Rayner, Brisbane. Yeah, Rayner was number oh, one, wasn't he? No, no, no. Which year? Oh, no, Walsh, oh, sorry, Walsh, Walsh into Rayner. Walsh, Rayner, McGrath, Weedering, McCartan, Tom Boyd, Lockie Whitfield. If Tom Boyd was still playing, this would only be his 10th year. Is that right? Uh, Patton, et cetera, et cetera. So that was really boring. I apologise <laughs> for that. Um, Bailey Fritch. Yeah. Five goals zip. Melbourne win. Melbourne looked really good. Is he, like, it completely changed them on the weekend, didn't he? Just having that target, the reliable goal kicker. They haven't had him for six or eight weeks or whatever it is, and I'm so much hotter on them now than I was. What have they done the last seven ago. or eight weeks? I think they've won nearly all of them, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. on a hot streak. They're flying. Um, I'd say, I say it every week. Coincides with Jack Viney's form too. Yeah, Jack Viney's, yeah. But, yeah, Bailey Fritch, what did he kick six in the grand final? He's yeah, usually, yeah, he's usually yeah. about a 50-goal-a-year player. You also have someone with the Australian <laughs> squad trying to be like – they had a list of players like, tell me these guys had a better year than Tim Taranto. And like three of them, you're like, you've probably got a case. And then they chucked Jack Viney's name in there. I was like, mate, Jack I Viney. Saw, I saw the Jack Viney name. Please, yes. Uh, and there was one more name in there. I was like, huh? Yeah. He's played yeah. a way better year. Yeah. <laughs> so Patrick Cripps was the surprising yeah, one Cripps was a surprise. So yeah, the M- Carlton's MVP voting was Kerno, Wietering and Chera. So the Carlton players didn't even <laughs> think that Patrick <laughs> Cripps was – He's in their top three. We love Cripper. Yeah. But no way. No No way. 
No, no, no way. That was the bizarre one. And then Taranto missing. Like, that if, would be, if you take if he's not in your Taranto team, in, he's in okay. your squad, right? What's the line for Sam Taylor, though? Yeah, well, they said it was 16. They used that last game as did a cop-out. Did they say 16, did well, they? Well, no, no, but everyone, well, apparently that's 16 the, was buzzing around. Yeah. And then he missed that last The word one. is that that's like a hard cutoff. Oh, really? Like you have to oh, play right. 16, yeah. I'm not the NBA do it now. They've got to cut off for yeah, all the stuff. I'll credit Mark Reddings on Backchat for this, but he reckons that like it's, if you don't play 16 games, you're ineligible. Yeah, I don't know if you're ineligible. Maybe that might just be the cut. It's a soft like, rule. It might be. But, yeah. No, because I reckon someone was in there with less. What did Ablett play the year he won the Brown? That or? was he played 15. Yeah. And he was in. That was, that was the last lowest total in the Australia. Was it? Yeah. Or, He's just the best fullback in the game yeah. by so far now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It couldn't have gone any better for um, Giants on the weekend, though. No, it was lovely. No risk for Sam Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't play. Yeah. Week off now. They win. Two, or the two, or two full weeks of yeah. Tra- yeah they yeah, win. Right. Uh, interesting. Hopefully he goes back. But Bailey Fritch. Um, is he, apart from maybe like a Dacos who is outside and they're waiting for him to come in, is he like the most important to a team? And Sam Taylor's probably another one. Well, Sam Taylor would final. be. Sam Taylor, but at least they got Buckley there who's took, taken a step. Who had to Buckley off. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's he fine. could have been one that could have been put in the Australian squad. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, as a Maddie. Mm. Yeah. As I love the um, – they've now become the, oh, you wouldn't want to play him in finals, GWS. Like, they I'm always hopeful, I but want, I'm not like, – <laughs> I wouldn't want to play him. Well, no, but they're not – odds are they're going to get bundled out. Two, two, two players who are so underrated but rated now is Brett Daniels as a star. Yeah. And yeah. Toby Bedford. He stole the other one out of my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. He's a whippet. He just oh. dies everywhere. And he couldn't get a game. No, I lo- um, yeah. He ran – what was I watching? I think it was Toby Green speaking when he debuted and it was like uh, – he, he did a piece to camera. He said, oh, I knew, you, I knew you meant business at, at the very first 2K time trial. Yeah. And I was like, Bedford can run. Yeah. No, yeah. And, and you'll watch now. And he's got those repeat efforts. Like he's great pressure. It's a completely different play. Him yeah. and Bobby Hill are the two key forwards that look like they were probably going to peter out, and then yeah. found new clubs and just like. My Bedford being a, uh, a great pickup. You probably could put it down as one of the pickups of the year. And I say that you got to be careful because he's not earning yeah. seven hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a bargain buy. A fantastic bargain buy. Yeah, absolutely. sort of perfect. Um, like horses for courses. Correct. Kind of pick. That's what, when Brent Daniels came back earlier in the year. I remember thinking this. There was one game. He just came back from injury or something, and I watched it. And I, was, I thought to myself, like, was he this good before yeah, the nah, injury? Yeah, nah, he, he was. Yeah, right. Not not this good, but like good. Play two good games, do a hamstring, do yeah. an ankle, and you're like, oh well, you don't. He, see that. he had a good year. The year they played the do- 2016 when they played the Dogs in the prelim. Has he been there that long? Yeah, yeah, he's been around ages. How many games Brent Daniels I'm played? almost 100 percent sure he played in that game and was really, really good around that time. He used to just be like a small forward. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, but now he's now he's up the ground and, and on small forwards, a random one. I was at Essendon and Collingwood on Friday night. I've never been less engaged in a game of football. It, the real winner was Jack Ginnivan. Yeah, the premium mm. team of the week this yeah. week. Yeah, he yeah brings just down, come along energy. the last few weeks, and he could be a real factor having not been in the team for Ooh. most of the season. What do you found? Don't want to do it to you, Jacko. Oh no, he wasn't there. When did you make his debut? It's 2018. <laughs> just um, two years too early. Played in the grand final, though. Picturing someone else. He played in the granny. Yeah, okay. Maybe you know, that's the season uh, I was thinking. Who are we, who are we, uh, no, I'm thinking of the Bulldog small forward. Um, yeah, Clay. Clay Smith. Clay Smith. Smith. Yeah. That's one of my – that's probably one of my t- top three favourite games, that prelim. Yeah, Giants, yeah. Giants, Bulldogs. Remember COVID, Fox Footy did the, like, best 50 games countdown? Did they? I think that came in third or fourth. Was that fourth. when we thought the world yeah. was ending? 
Yeah. 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 But been, I was just pretty happy no to start watching these top 50 games of all time. I'm going to die happy, man. <laughs> that, that. My pop only got to number three before he, he got knocked over. <laughs> <laughs> That's really inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the other one is the was it twenty eleven St Kilda Geelong? He missed the Giants. Missed the Giants. <laughs> My mum won't hear this. <laughs> the yeah. Gi- uh, Geelong St Kilda twenty eleven where they were both undefeated. Yeah, right God, no. That's yeah. an unreal game. Yeah, I can't remember what else. There'd be other ones. Number one, I think, was eighty nine Grand Final. No, yeah. I mean, that's ten years before I was born, but I've watched it. It's still, I've seen it doesn't that, look yeah. like. After coming, like, it doesn't actually look like football. Like they're just trying to murder each, other, each other, and then occasionally a ball Mark bobbles Yates out. Someone the kicks the it. Square, There's yeah. one passage where um, uh, Johnny Platten like laces out Jason Dunstall, like runs through the middle, perfect kick on a Dunstall's tit, and it's like that's the only thing that any in any way resembles, resembles modern day football. Yeah. Is that one passage of play? Great to watch. It was good footy. It was, it was good days. It was, it was entertaining. Good days. Yeah. It was something between like Even professional the 2000s wrestling and football. Was good footy. Yeah, it's just unreal. Yeah, it's good yeah. for you. Can you believe we started this point with Bailey Fritz? I was yeah, going to say, where no, we can, where I we started. Sick. Also, remember when Cosy Pickett was going to kick like 60 goals the uh, first couple of weeks? He was before unbelievable. He, before he, he did deleted the, did Bailey the Smith's head. Yeah. 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 Bailey Smith hasn't been the same no, since. This is true. Very concussion system. I've all thought I had to throw the stumps at Bailey Smith just quickly before he fit. What would you put? What would you spend on Bailey Smith? You'd want it for. Oh, what would you spend or what would you ask for? 400. What would you, he hasn't impressed me. No, no, you'd want more than that. What would be, you be, give? There'd be better market for him than that. I'm thinking 700 yeah. and. 700 for Bailey Smith. Yeah. People He's only like, 22. The ceiling there is. I'm lower than that on him. Why do you hate Bailey Smith? I don't know. He just hasn't brought much this it's season. Because he's yeah, like, this they, season. Don't know, they don't know what his role I mean, someone's going to like. New environment. Someone's going to figure out what his role is and he'll be a better player. But Hawthorne supporter growing up as a kid. I don't think you're coughing up 700. Jeez, 700 is not. Is this because, Jack, have you got a, are you in a relationship? Uh, no. Well, this is why you hate him, clearly. Yeah, oh, envy. He was, he was here in no. Perth for that, like, year. He, he, just, yeah. he stuffed the market. He, he, he skewed he stuffed the market yeah. for yeah. everyone. He's absolutely and... skewed things for the entire Perth he did, single uh, male population. He did dominate the Cottesloe Beach Hotel for about it's three it. months. I don't think he, he left that precinct for, like, <laughs> three weeks. I saw a drive past with her trying to get the daughter to sleep in the back. And they he might need to put a statue out No shirt. That's it as well. He's playing good footy. Yeah. He's playing good footy, yeah, back then. <laughs> oh, we worry. Hit the siren, aren't we? We're on to the next point. Um, well, let's do the outside the eight power rankings. I saw Jared and Kingy did this earlier in the week, and I liked it. So of the teams outside the eight, give me your three who you think are most okay. likely to make a push to get in. So I'll read them out first. Dogs, Crows, Bombers, Cats, Tigers, Dockers, Suns, Hawks, North. West Coast. I've got mine. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you, yeah, go, you go first. Uh, I'm in no particular order. Suns, yep. Crows, and Dockers. Cats oh. sniffing around. I don't think that. No, nah, cats are dead. I'm not sure that year is D-E-D. over. D-E-D. If they, can just, <laughs> they just need a better year out of the Tom Atkins and dead. Collar Jasnies of the world. They're, they're the fact that you're saying it's the, the season's coming down to Tom, Tom Atkins and Collar yeah, yeah, yeah. Jasnies. I'm hot on Tom Atkins. Here we go. Uh, so who will play finals next year? Who's the mo- yeah? Who's your top most three likely. most likely to sort of nudge on the? Uh, I think the Bulldogs. I think Adelaide. And I think Hawthorne. I was going to say, actually, I if the Hawks finish six, seven, eight next year, I'm not falling off my chair. No, I probably am. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll get <laughs> I'm, a one vibe. Year, I'm one year away from being right in them. I've got a vibe. Put Bailey Smith in there though. 
looks nice, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, Who else today? Oh, I really they, liked, Liam Henry's the other one. That I really liked that. Josh Weddle on the weekend. Yeah. yeah. We don't, do he we speak enough imp- about him? He was super impressive. Mm. Like, he was all of their what outside pick was speed. He? he was 30-odd, I yeah. think. Yeah. Built like a, a, an athlete, too. Yeah. He's got oh. a bit of the lizard about him. A yeah, yeah. lizard. Mm. A lot of lizard. But their midfield's, like, red hot at the moment. They probably just need, a like, a depth guy in there. Like, they're starting three, like, Warple, Newcomb, Smith. Day. Yeah, but he's not going to come in. He's still going to be your outside man. No, he's in. You want another inside really? man? You're playing him in. I think you need one more inside man. What about man. big uh, Josh Ward? No, is that his name? Josh Ward? Josh Ward. Yeah, yeah Cam, Cam McKenzie, I suppose. Yeah, McKenzie. Yeah. I, think I like McKenzie more outside because his finishing's better. Ward and McKenzie on the wings. Yeah, I like Ward Shit, inside. they might win the flag next year. Here they come. So, yeah, I'll go Adelaide. I probably won't put Hawthorne in there, but I said I wouldn't be falling off my chair. Adelaide. I don't know what the dogs are going to do. Do you like dogs? Do you win the flag? Dogs could finish. Do you like that this last. was his point, but he didn't yeah, think didn't about think it before about he came? It, yeah. No, I didn't at all. I mean, no. there's no stress about it, mate. Just pick two teams, we'll move on. All right, well, then I'll just go selfishly. Adelaide, Gold Coast, Fremantle. It's not Gary Ablett, mate. I want to be held against you. Blow the hooter and get me out of this bloke. Yeah, Gary Ablett. What's he not? What did you say he was? Not even like not top three oh, last remember, ten mate. years or something. Their feedback remember. was strong for that. Well, you've got one more point to go. No, Simo. Did you start? And the AFLP started. This has been the Harbour Gets AFL Show, proudly brought to you by the Mazda BT50 Udo Ute. We'll see you Thursday for the two-minute warning over-unders revisited. Catch you then.